to Alphabet Flight and Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is someone who was transformed into living magma, Pooja! Hi! I'm, I'm back from being living magma. I've, I've transformed back, I've transformed into a rock geode formation. It's 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 uh it's honestly a miracle I was able to get <laughs> get them to even talk. Yeah. Well, um today we're going to be talking about uh Volcana. Do you have Ooh. a do you have an idea who Volcana is? No. Not at all. Okay. Well, what what would you what if you were to make a person named Volcana? Who would you make what would you make? Well, obviously somebody, like, volcano-related. Um, I'm imagining, like, just this, like... I mean, it sounds like a feminine name, so... I'm assuming, like, it's probably a volcano person, like a like a mountain that moves and walks around, and, like, given that this is comic books, and assuming it's, like, an older character, probably, like, a volcano with boobs. Um... Either that, or just, like, some lady with red hair that can shoot magma out of her hands. Eh, somewhere in between. Okay. This is what she looks like. Wow. Someone yeah, who okay. is just, like, thick. <laughs> with two C's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> yeah, just imagine, like, just imagine, like, a, like a lady who mm-hmm. is, who is curvier. Oh, they even mm-hmm. drew, like, hip dips. Interesting. That's interesting. I just noticed mm-hmm. that right now. Yeah, they even drew like the hip dips that some people have. Um, but like, just imagine like a curvier lady that mm-hmm. is just kind of covered in fire and like vaguely like made appropriate by taking away the the sexual organs. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. So she's not wearing clothes. No, she is. She's wearing. Uh, well, fire could be clothes, I guess, in her. Okay. But you know. Okay. <laughs> Depends on if you think your uh, fire can be close. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, I could I see it. Yeah. So, so her real name is Marsha Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. Marsha Rosenberg. Yeah. And her occupation, it just says this: employee. Okay. Okay. And uh, for who? In daycare center. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it says employee, comma, uh-huh. daycare center. Uh-huh. That's, Which uh, means they're that's separate, so- right? She's, she's an employee and a daycare center. I, I, I'm gonna... That's what's in the book. I'm gonna just, you know... That's, that's, I, that's like the most logical conclusion you can draw, honestly, from that statement. There's no, there's no such thing as typos. And I have to keep, and everything is like you know as I see yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, her identity is secret. Okay. Uh, but birth- we know that it's Marsha Rosenberg. Well, it, well, we know because we have the the file on her, but the general population doesn't. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. My um, bad. I misunderstood. Place of birth is Denver, Colorado. Oh, nice. Yeah, she is uh, single. Oh. <laughs> yeah. If you want to get yourself a, 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 
a hot, thick lady who's like hot as in the sense of like she's on fire. Mm-hmm. They, That's uh, yeah. It sounds uh, sounds great. Yeah. No known relatives. Uh, formerly allied with Doctor Doom and criminals involved in secret wars. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's a bit of a bit of a on the other side kind of person. Yeah. She's not only not only is she is she like hot, like as in heat, mm-hmm. and you know thick. She's uh-huh. also a bad girl. Ooh. I know. I mean, <laughs> some would say irresistible. Oh wow! Okay. So she mostly works out of Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and uh, she first showed up in Marvel's superhero Secret Wars mm-hmm. issue number three. Okay. In nineteen uh, July nineteen eighty three, the crisis within. Oh, sounds like a schism. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> so, so Rosa Rosenberg, sorry, Marsha Rosenberg. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, was a resident of a suburb in Denver, Colorado, which, uh, which was transported by the near omnipotent Beyonder to an artificial planetoid to serve as part of a backdrop to the first Secret Wars. Whoa. Damn, just imagine you're like a kid and you're like, this is a place you're born, brought up in, and then suddenly wake up one day and you're not in the place you were, and you're in outer space and an alien now because you're not on Earth anymore. Yes. That's wild. Yeah. But that happening to like a whole community of people. So she and her friends, Mary McFerrin were summoned by Dr. Von Doom and offered the opportunity to be transformed into superhuman beings in exchange for serving him. They mm-hmm. agreed. Uh, Doom, Doom combined advanced technology provided by the Beyonder with elemental electricity created by Thor to endow them with extraordinary abilities. Uh, she was given the power to convert her entire body into ionized plasma, causing it to burst into flames and radiate pure thermal energy. She adopted the pseudonym Volcana. Volcana added her powers to the ranks of the criminals, and there met Owen Reese or the Molecule Man. Yeah, because he was una- because of his unassuming appearance, Molecule Man was frequently the brunt of insensitive comments by his criminal uh, by his fellow criminals. And Volcano was quick to jump to his defense. Aw, that's nice. During the war, she ex- she exhibited high power levels in, cap- in capacitating She-Hulk and Iron Man. And at one point, Reese was badly injured by Wolverine of the X-Men, and she entered a bargain with the Enchantress. The Enchantress teleported Marsha to his side in return for unspecified future payments. And then she he recovered from his injuries. As the war went on and moved to its climax, Doom gained control of the Beyonder's unlimited power. Molecule Man saw this as a uh, as a betrayal. He used his own considerable powers to return the suburb of Denver to Earth, and the criminals along with it. Um, Enchantress like tried to collect payment from Volcana using her life force, which 
gave her the power to turn to Asgard. So basically, he's just like, yo, I'm going to steal some of your life, like about 10 years, so I can go (laughs) back home. Oh, man. Wait, so Enchantress is Asgardian. Okay. Yeah, she's Asgardian. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yes. So, yeah. The attempt was foiled by the lizard and Molecule Man. So she tried to, but couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the the um, community arrived on Earth, and the criminals went their separate ways. Rosenberg and Reese remained in Denver, where she acquired a job with a daycare center, and they settled oh. into a life of anonymity. So basically, mm-hmm. they they you know became like I don't know if a couple is the right word because she's single. Mm-hmm. But, like, okay. they were, like, live-in friends, basically. They're they roommates. roommates. Yes. <laughs> they, 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 um, they came together as, uh-huh. as, in friendship and said, hey, let's rent, let's rent a modest-sized uh, house in the suburb. And, and work at a daycare. <laughs> yes. Or, or be daycare. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I'm good. I, it still says it says she works as a daycare, but it says earlier that she is a daycare center. So yeah, we gotta go with what comes first, man. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah, got you gotta go <laughs> you with the earliest, earliest evidence because that yeah. tends to be the truest. Yeah, exactly. Like stuff that comes afterwards. That's just like that's just them trying to cover up some like weird stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense. She's obviously no. a daycare center. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. You can't just you can't just like modify these things. So, um their greatest concerns came uh where a social life, sorry. Their greatest concerns were quiet social life, television, which they both rossed vociferously in each other. They were they were good friends and they liked watching TV together. Yeah. They're roommates. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> uh, then the Beyonder arrived on Earth in search of an intangible sense of fulfillment. <laughs> why? Why? Why did you come to Earth for that? I mean, I've been I've been searching for an intangible sense of fulfillment for years. Yeah. I don't know why he could just show up and say like, "I'm gonna get some intangible fulfillment now." Yeah, it doesn't work that way, man. You're uh, not gonna find it on this planet. We've been not- trying. <laughs> We've been trying. The only people who have it are like rich, but they're just lying to themselves. That just as yeah. sad as everyone else. <laughs> so they're just, they're just unhappy with lots of money and the ability to survive ten times over. <laughs> so yeah, if they don't have to worry about anything, how do you think you know? Oh, well, I mean, technically, he is a a god. Yeah. So. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he just like make a like? If he's a god, why can't he just like make a planet or something? That that shouldn't that give you? Oh, no, he did. That's what. That's oh. what happened. Well, that's what happened with Secret Wars. He made his own planet. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, so amazing. <laughs> and that I guess that's not enough. I guess it's not. So no, yeah. So this precipitated like a like a chain of events that would be known as a second uh, Secret Wars. A.K.A. the event where Spider-Man taught a god how to poop. Whoa. I know. It's pretty good. Everything else is really bad. But that one's really good. Congrats, Spider-Man. Congrats. I mean... You did it, man. You did it. You you taught taught a god how to poop. That's... 
That's better. an achievement. It's an achievement, yeah. Yeah. Um, over the following weeks, Volcano watched as Molecule Man became more and more agitated with the Beyonder's activity, fearing his own safety and that of the world. The extraterrestrial called the Watcher recruit- recruited Reese to help stop the Beyonder, but Reese refused to become involved. He was torn between the fear of the Beyonder and the urge to warn him. The Beyonder underwent many changes, and great disillusionment led him to decide to destroy the Earth in anger. Oh. That's what that's what you get for, like, trying to yeah. find fulfillment. Like, you're no. never going to find it. And that's why you don't come to Earth for this shit. Yeah, you just, you just get more sad the more yeah. you try. Just, just live in the great. sadness and never I... improve yourself. Yeah. That's what my therapist said, and it definitely <laughs> is working. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's what your therapist said. Oh, um, no, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> the be- so, so, yeah, he decided to be like, yo, I'm going to destroy the Earth, because I'm just like, this sucks. Uh-huh. And, but the Reese per- uh, panicked and, and tried to enclose Denver in a protective dome. But when that failed, he prepared to flee. But Volcano dissuaded him, advocated that they try to stay and fight. Uh, however... The Beyonder, uh, realizing that anger just makes you real tired, calmed himself and decided <laughs> to spell the word world. Ironically, when the Beyonder returned to Denver, uh, the Molecule Man attacked without question, angering the Beyonder once again. <laughs> uh, Molecule uh, Man. He was trying to kill Reese when Volcana tried a desperate ploy to save him. She threw herself at the Beyonder, begging to be spared. As she expected, her apparent betrayal devastated Reese and threw him into a cataconic state. Convinced oh. that Reese was no longer a threat, the Beyonder left him alive. Then the Volcana like alerted the Avengers and the Fantastic Four and and like just kinda was there whenever all of them was just like, Hey, I'm gonna beat this guy up. Okay. When she returned home she found the molecule man recovered. And they reconciled, and their confidence bolstered in each other. They joined. Uh, they joined defending force. The defending forces of the beyond uh, uh, forces and the beyonder was ultimately destroyed by Reese. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. The battle took its toll on the planet itself, and a giant hole was left in the Earth's crust, causing cool. geological instability that would have destroyed the world if not for the combined strength. Of the Molecule Man and Silver Surfer. Damn. Yeah. Silver Surfer was... uh, I mean, sorry. The disaster was uh, averted. And Reese and Volcano returned home where they lived. And I assume just watched a bunch of TV and, you know, were friends with each other. Yeah. And going back to running a daycare in Denver. Yeah. I like how how eventful Denver is in this timeline. That's a... it's a, from what I hear, I've never been there, but from what I hear, it's a market change for how things are yeah. over there right now. So, um, so what do you think? Uh, well, what do you think about her? Um, yeah, she seems uh seems uh smart. She has a ploy and was able to save the earth. She's quick on her feet. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, sounds pretty, you know, sounds pretty cool. Lots of, 
lots of drama she gets through that she doesn't seem to really want to be in. But, yeah, uh, yeah all she wants to do is, like, kind of hang out and watch TV. Oh, but, yeah, uh, which is pretty much what I want to do most of the time, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, So, so she's 6'5". Oh, wow. So, tall lady. A, yeah. <laughs> tall lady. Mm. Definitely. Uh, um, weighs two, 210. Okay. Uh, as as a tall lady would. She has blue eyes and black hair when she's not on fire. When she's on fire, you know, it's like... Red. White, red, orange. orange. Yeah. Yes. Um, she does very little exercise because all she wants to do is be a daycare center and watch TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um... Relatable. Yeah. And she... Her superhuman powers is she can basically turn her body to fire and she can shoot uh, that mm-hmm. thermal energy that she creates okay. at about about around uh, 40 feet away. Wow. Through her arms. And that's pretty much it. Cool. Yeah. Through her arms as they do. Yeah. yeah. And you move your arm and you shoot energy. Yeah. You know. It's she no, but like for real, like she's like one of the only female characters that is drawn with like even the an iota of not being like super slim. <laughs> so okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. There's a little bit of diversity in there. One like the other one is like very early on. She was called um Anaconda, and she was basically just like a real like like butch like tall lady that had the ability nice. to turn her arms into snakes. Nice. Okay. So I like this. I like this one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what do? Uh, so, do you have anything to plug? Oh, um, let's see. Um, check out my Instagram at projotsi. P R O J O T C E. I. It's a private Instagram, so you will have to like. I will have to like approve you to follow me which i might not if you're not like someone i know in real life so this plug is kind of useless um, <laughs> <laughs> yep just yep, just you know <laughs> but yeah if you want to see pictures of my plants and um every once in a while I'll make a bowl of spaghetti um we could do that i also have a twitter that i use much less often on same handle at pro uh or actually i think that my Twitter is different. I'm not completely sure. I think um, it might be the same. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, it I'm, might be. I'm, I'm bad at remembering things. Yeah. Uh. Well, I have... It is the same, yeah. But yeah, I do I choose my Twitter much less. Um, every once in a while, I'll post a dumb joke. Um, don't worry, they're not like knock-knock jokes or anything like that. So it's a little bit different. But like, I will post every once in a while. A dumb joke or observation. You expect one of those every three months. Okay, I, I look uh, forward to your uh, to your quarterly joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, my name is Jesse. I have a podcast called Creepy Critters, where I talk about cryptids. I also have another podcast called Limited Theories, which is coming out fairly soon, where I talk about. With a Rob Trevino of Interrupted Tales and Parapsychology, a about like a a short mini series 
normally like five to four issues. Um, and we go over them issue by issue. Uh, besides that, this has been Alphabet Flight. And please listen to Prince Namor and don't tune that horn. Bye. Bye.